people always ask me about like cooking and stuff and like they're like oh greg you know i think you're quite good at like cooking. and i say i i literally just follow the instructions properly and I, i've seen other people's attempts at cooking all the time they go ah whatever we'll stick it on that and then oh yeah Ah, this is probably a, oh wait, I forgot. Oh, I forgot to put these ingredients in. They're still on the side here. It's good just because they're like haphazard. It's like I tell you what, you you do a lot better of a job if you did follow the instructions. And I was like, yeah. okay, so so this is like music to my other half's ears because you know we cook in two completely different ways. For oh, me, no, I'm just dog, I'm a, I'm a three. I I'm like a free runner. I I like run through a recipe book in my head or like oh. reading something, and then bam, I'm straight in. There's never a timer. I don't understand people who set timers. Got no, just don't get it. It what like it's like when you're cooking a chicken. Why do you need to set a timer for twenty minutes? Don't understand it. Whereas my girlfriend will have like a full on breakdown if she comes into the kitchen, sees me cooking chicken, and I've not set a timer for like twenty minutes. She's like, "How do you know when it's going to be done? How do you know when you're going to start the spaghetti? How do you know when you're going to do this?" I think it's the, it's the same reason why I don't have a driving license is that I'm very, I'm not very good with people telling me what to do. And after three oh, lessons, okay. I thought I decided I could drive, and I really didn't see the point in continuing. So when I learned how to drive, my dad, being the sort of thrifties kind of you know didn't want to pay more than we ever had to kind of guy that he was a. Uh, booked me got me some lessons with like one of the big companies for my birthday but the they turned out to be super like just really like milking it for all it's worth like we're going at a really slow pace because they just want to get obviously you to have more and more and more and more lessons and whatever dad thought after like three sessions or so now this is what i booked you in for your test on this date greg and you've also um someone that mum works with does a private lesson so you can have a lesson with her so i started with i literally had three or so lessons with the with the company and she the the lady that i was i was then with as my second sort of uh instructor she was under the assumption that i was just having a couple of refresher lessons before i started my test so uh so she, she says see we got in the car then together for my first time she picked me up at my sixth form which was the the worst scenario ever to be in dom because everyone's all your friends are stood there outside the sixth form watching you get into the car go oh greg's about to pull off and is you know ready for his lesson and she warned me as i got in the car said okay so just if you just take me down to you know into town um just to warn you um i have had the uh the brakes sort of change recently so they might be a little bit sensitive and i'm not used to it. and i said oh okay fine so i was already nervous because i just hadn't been given the sort of freedom in the car before and i said okay fine so so i pulled off and then exiting my six form there's a little speed bump and i swear to god nearly launched her through the front windscreen bless her because i just, I, I felt like i so i so gently touched the brakes and it catapulted forwards and the car was like kangarooing around and oh my god my friends were laughing at me and everyone was uh, giving you the, was, uh, uh, the old round of applause yeah yeah it was something like that yeah Hello, you are listening to TW3. We're the show that highlights the world's insanities. We make fun of those that deserve it and we tackle the fake news that plagues us. I'm your host, Dominic Lay, and this week I'm joined by our resident fact checker in chief, Gregory Bush. Hello, everyone. This week, London moves into tier three restrictions. Stop, stop, oh, demand surges to levels unseen since toilet roll. Kay Burley gets suspended from Sky News. Black Mirror takes on dating in Japan. Google faces a global outage. And a flame-throwing drone is used to torch wasp nests. Uh, I should point out that uh, it is Monday the 14th of December, um, as opposed to our usual recording time of Sunday. 
We'll be right back with this and more after the break. Welcome back, guys. So, uh, Greg, I, I just thought I'd start off with a bit of a question, actually, with um, with London moving into tier three oh. restrictions. What what does 1977 and 2020 have in common? Um, uh, I, 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 I don't know. Well, Greg, I'm duty bound to inform you that they both have the same anthem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go on, then, dumb. <laughs> Oh yeah. But uh, that 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 of course was uh, the Bee Gees. Uh, we're staying alive in case you were born uh, somewhat after uh, 1960. So um, yeah, that's. I just thought um, I would uh, try and cheer you up a little bit, knowing that you're in London and you're about to uh, torpedo into <laughs> tier three restrictions. Um, yeah. And I just thought I'd get your take on it very quickly. Seeing as we went through another national lockdown, you know, we've only just come out of that, and that felt like absolutely nothing had changed. Like to be honest, because all the shops now are just open because they deem themselves essential services. Everyone was just like milling around, hanging around. Like people are just kind of, uh, I'm not saying rightly so, but people are just tired of it now. Like people are just going to do what they're going to do, unfortunately, aren't they? So it's. uh... I think um, you know if I think about myself, and I did actually write it, like uh, look into this back in March. But I think if I I look at myself and say, well, you know, I think I've certainly changed what I do anyway in regards to lockdowns and whatever so actually when these kind of restrictions come in it just doesn't it doesn't really affect me because i've just like accepted that i'm not going to go down the pub i've accepted that i'm not going to meet up with friends i've accepted all of these things and and i feel like what i mean what is this number three or number four of like kind of restrictions lifting and then going back in and lifting and going back in like i don't know i'll be annoyed if they decide to shut the gyms down again but apart from that well, you it's can't like, have yeah, pubs, so pubs closed and gyms open, can you? Or uh, you well, they but they said that, and then in the national lockdown, that just won't happen again. They sort of they they assured everyone that the gyms would stay open because they were deemed, and also they're they're known to be like the safest places because there's you know everyone has to clean down all their own equipment and do and and if you go into the gym anyway, you're probably like you know slightly more health conscious than the than the than the you know average Joe. So um... I totally agree there. Yeah, definitely. And I think um, I, I, I really do. Uh, I do think uh, hospitality and the gyms have really taken this pretty, um, pretty uh, had the rotten end of the stick, as it were, uh, here, because actually, I think they've been obsessive in their cleanliness um, yeah. and um, hygiene standards. Um, so yeah. Anyway, um, I, I thought linking into that, I just thought I would update you uh, uh, on um, some important economic news. Scotch um, egg gate. Scotch egg. <laughs> Scotch egg gate, indeed. Oh, good. Uh, Scotch egg. Uh, apparently, demands has surged uh, <laughs> to levels un- unseen since toilet roll gate. Um, so part of this. Um, I guess is obviously people immediately like we talked about last week thinking what what is a substantial meal and all of this and I, I did manage to find a little uh, clip 
of uh, Kay Burley, who we will then link into in a second, because that's an absolute corker, um, talking to Matt Hancock. Tell me, is a Scotch egg um, a substantial meal? Well, a substantial meal is a well-established concept in hospitality. Yeah, but what does it mean to you? And so people... Uh, of course, a scotched egg that is uh, that served as a substantial meal is a sub- that is a substantial meal. Um, and uh, <laughs> I, I come back also to the broader point, uh, Kay, which is let's not uh, have a, a pick at these boundary issues. What we need to do is not try to push the boundaries. We all need to take responsibility for our own actions. And to In that end, we need to be guided by our politicians and our. Okay, so, I, I mean, yeah. I'll just give my reaction here, okay. Um, th- this kind of line of questioning really irritates me. Yeah. Because, I mean, if Kay Burley wants to sit there with a list of every possible menu item and ask Matt Hancock if it counts as a substantial meal, we all know what substantial meal means. It means enough food in your belly... So and enough distraction of other things going into your mouth to stop you sitting in the pub all day getting absolutely wrecked. We all know what this is. And it's just this this whole like Scotch egg gate. It's just, you know, on the one hand, we're all getting pissed off with COVID restrictions of the government treating us like, like children. And then on the other hand, you've got bloody Kay Burley like asking Matt Hancock to treat her like a child, to be guided by a politician. It's like, so, yeah. I mean, you... I'm a, I hate to be, you know, I hate to be the one to sort of defend, you know, the politicians like in this instant, but it's just like, it's just like the media, like buzzword, isn't it? Like, and, and, and you're not, you're not achieving anything here. You just know it's like a, it's like a, a thing to sort of like probe them. And I say that in the loosest sense, like, you know, with air quotes that like, probe the politicians like yeah but is it an establishment like you're just a flipping like child you know the ones in in school they would be like yeah. they would think they think they were really clued up on like, the rules go uh actually you can't do that it's like uh well is it an establishment it's like uh, yeah well not you know it's more complicated than that like can we all just use common sense please like stop i think that's an absolutely very apt uh description because uh it, it's a bit like an, a, a rule saying no running in the halls yeah, and then it's yeah, like yeah. someone putting their hand up and saying, but sir, can we skip in the halls? Yeah, exactly. Can, can, yeah, can, like, can uh, we play rugby think being so clever because the they get around the rules. If we walk, you know, yeah. it's just like, guys, grow up. Just, you know, understand what the sentiment is. There's no, you know, and when she's going guided by a politician. Anyway, <laughs> the breaking news, of course, is that Kay Burley has been suspended Oh, yeah. Uh, for six months, okay? So, um, I mean, I really dislike Kayba. I find her so intensely annoying. I cannot, I feel like Donald Trump with Fox News now, but I cannot watch Sky News with Kay Burley on there because she just, uh, the way she asks questions really, really irritates me mm. because she asks such stupid questions like this. And, um, uh, and she's been suspended for six months, thank God, because uh, she yeah. went into a restaurant. She had like a birthday party um, at a restaurant in London and then went into another restaurant to go to the toilet or something. Uh, how do these breach. people think they're not going to get caught, Dom? I don't understand. I know. What? I know. You're in the media. It's your job. <laughs> I know. Just like seriously, I, I, I'm, I'm at a loss 
as to uh, how these people think that they can just get away with it and saunter around when she's like, you know, she hosts like the morning show on Sky News now, like one of the most recognizable yeah, exactly. faces you're, of you're... Sky News. Yeah. You can't saunter into restaurants and then other restaurants completely pissed in the middle of a pandemic. Um, and two other people have been suspended from Sky News as well. So, oh, not sus- sorry, uh, correction. Uh, they're like agreed absences, not suspensions. <laughs> right. But I mean, you might get well paid call it for the, the entirety of these. Uh... Of these, yeah, uh, well, I'm absences. sure. I'm sure. Um, one just quick thing about it. I, what a, what an answer from Matt Hancock that if it's you know if it's served, if a substantial meal is served as a substantial meal, then it is a substantial meal. I get the idea that you know they expect people in hospitality <laughs> to be sort of ordaining these Scotch eggs as they go out the the pass. Like I I note this <laughs> a substantial meal and out onto the floor. We go, <laughs> okay, great. I'm glad it passed the checks. <laughs> It reminds me of uh, have you, uh, Only Fools and Horses. I almost said, have you seen Only Fools and Horses? But of yeah, course so. you have. Uh, with Del Boy when he uh, pre-blesses wine. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. that episode where he stood in front of a lorry truck and yeah. it's got all this wine and Rodney, got, or Rodney or someone says, what are you doing, Del? And he says, oh, I'm, I'm getting the vicar to pre-bless this wine. <laughs> Think how much time yeah. the church can save. <laughs> so it's yeah. a similar thing now. <laughs> All right, I think uh, we'll nip to a break, um, and then we'll come. When we come back, um, we'll be talking about Black Mirror taking on dating in Japan. So if you're yeah. interested in that, please do stick around. Um, and also, um, if you have anything you'd like to get in touch with us, um, please do email us at podcast at tw3media.co.uk. We will be right back after this. Welcome back, guys. So, uh, Greg, enlighten us. Black Mirror takes on dating in Japan. So, yeah, this is just a um, a story I read in the week that uh, Japan are planning to fund AI matchmaking to boost the birth rate over there. Um, last year, the number of babies born in Japan fell below 865,000, which was a record low. They've really been struggling in like, the last few years. The sort of population is just getting older and older. Um, and so next year, the government's plan uh, is to allocate local authorities 2 billion yen, which is about 14 million pounds, to boost the birth rate. Um, I mean, I know exactly where they're going wrong already, Dom. Like, you know, Bumble and, and tin, you know, all the, the, the classics over here have already cracked this. So it says that uh, a few of the existing systems at the moment in Japan are limited to considering criteria such as income and age. And and that seems to be it. And local media say that the funding aims to allow authorities to harness more costly advanced systems that take into account factors like hobbies and values. I mean, it doesn't take much, does it? Oh, so I I I can yeah. see I can see straight away where they're going wrong with some things. Um, <laughs> there was a there was an interesting point that someone made in the article that um, just in general they think this is quite a there's a big it's income inequality in japan women are left at home like taking care of the, of the children and whatever and you can't afford like childcare and things like that so it's no one's going out dating anyway so they think their efforts would be better placed in investing in uh, ai like affordable ai robots that take over sort of household um tasks or childcare. oh right it's, it's more like a, a more effective sort of strategy rather than a rather than uh, dating basically the whole idea is to make housework easier 
so that they'll have more kids. So they don't just have one kid and go, fuck this, this is too much work. Yeah, they think that it's just, you know, it's not appealing at all. If people aren't earning enough anyway, if people aren't earning enough to take care of the children that they're going to have. Like, what is the point in invest trying to get people to have more kids when they don't want the kids because they can't afford to bring them up anyway? So it's just interesting. I feel like, I mean, I hope there's more research going into the sort of these sort of AI matchmaking kind of things because I mean, there's a lot of apps out there in the UK, Japan that uh, seem to be doing that sort of stuff already. I don't know if you need the uh, 14 million pounds investments to uh, just just ask you know Bumble to set up over there. Yeah, I mean, I I did kind of know that uh, Japan's birth rate is falling because we actually talked about this on the podcast. I don't know if you remember about yeah, maybe yeah, two or three months ago um, where we were talking about birth rates. And I like was kind of, I don't know, a little bit shocked to discover that birth rates will actually tail off in around 20, yeah. uh, probably have to fact check this, but 2050 or something, I think the article said on BBC News. Um, which we, which you will find on a previous episode. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's a big problem. It is a big problem, and um, obviously, it is all to do with um, women's education um, in um, in in other developing countries as well as you know places like Japan. So yeah, yeah okay. Well, that's a very interesting uh, tack to take, and we'll have to see what happens. <laughs> Okay, cool. Um, right, I'm ready to be quizzed on the week's headlines. I think. Are you, are you? Are you ready to quiz me? Oh, yeah, yeah, I think. I think so, Greg. Alrighty then, Dom. So we're back with another edition of fill in the blank from the headline. The unique game to the TW3 podcast was conceived on this podcast before anyone else. You heard it here first. Let's uh, let's get into it. The blank. Award cancelled as public exposed to too many bad things in 2020. What do you, what do you think, Don? Oh, Don? They've so not, they've, have they cancelled the Oscars? No, it's not the Oscars. Oh. Yeah, literally, everyone just sits around patting themselves on the back. Like, what is, what is, what is this? Yeah. I mean, uh, particularly in a year where they basically just shafted the cinemas. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Hollywood are responsible for Cineworld going bankrupt. Because they've just said, we're not going to release any movies. We're just going to go to Disney Plus. We're going to yeah, go. Because we won't make as much money as we want to. Surely it is better to release a film. Okay. Get back. Like, yeah. hopefully get back what you spent making it. And a bit more. Yeah. yeah. And then save the cinemas. And then okay. continue on. Yeah, just take it. You, I mean, at the end of the day, each film house is going to release about... 10 films you know over the next decade so just take the hit on this one i mean everyone else is taking a hit don't be greedy i don't understand it. it's but like i thought this recently with james bond i mean like the one film that i've been sort of actually looking forward to seeing for like a little while you know quite a while there was because there was numerous delays of it and whatever and i just don't understand yeah i mean of course they must have done they must have crunched the numbers when they they know how they need to you know when they need to release it and what they need to do to sort of get their money but whatever but I'm just thinking. Surely, interest is just like going like down and and down for whatever. I think they they even they tried to sell it to to streaming services, didn't they, for like a ridiculous amount of money, but no one like yeah. no one no one bought it off them. Yeah, and but it's just it's like just, go, like you can people want to see it, just put it out there. You know, I don't know. It's just uh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm 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 gonna say it on record here and now. I mean, I don't really go to the cinema anyway. I don't know why mm. I care about their cause so much, but I do really care about it. Um, and just because that it was James Bond 
who basically killed Cineworld. I mean, it was, like, at the end of yeah. the day, James Bond killed Cineworld, because as soon as they announced that they weren't releasing that film, Cineworld said, well, we've got no films That's to it. show, yeah, so we I can't know. do it anymore, right? So, because of that, I will not pay a single penny to watch that film, but I will watch it. I think you can work <laughs> out what I mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> okay? Um, so, anyway, we're, we're getting really off topic, Dom. What what awards what awards has been cancelled this year due to too many bad things? So it's to do it's a climate change awards. No, it's so the the literary review. That's Dom. always bad news. No, no, sorry, no. It's in the literary review are the one other people that hold the award, Dom. Oh. So, so oh. What's the what's the title of the award? Worst book of the year. Nah. Well, it was a bad book for worst a reason. TV station. No. Worst TV coverage, Fox News. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm going to put you in misery, Dom. So it's the Bad Sex Award, Dom, has, has been cancelled this year as the public has been exposed to too many bad things. Um, so the prize was set up in 1993 by Auburn War, War? Uh, with the intention of gently oh. dissuading authors and publishers from including unconvincing perfunctory, embarrassing, or redundant passages of sexual nature in otherwise sound literary novels. Um, which I think is quite a good that idea, is really, isn't it? Brilliant idea. Yeah, it, that's nothing, really clever. Nothing worse than like a, a good book, and then they think, like, oh, I know what I'll really get the, the read. I know what I'll be able to take my my yeah, book to the big leagues. The mass is here by sticking in a sex scene, and it's like, oh, this was... No one asked for this. Um, All right, okay. Thank you for that. So, yeah, so that nice. was that. Um... Story number two. Undercover cops dressed as blank and blank fight crime at a California shopping centre. Tom and Jerry. No. That I mean, would be brilliant, though. Come uh, on, that would be fantastic. Hey, speaking of films, the new Tom and Jerry film coming out sometime soon. It's all Is weird. It? It's like oh, animated cool. in, in real life. Like, they're still animated. And then, you know, it's like, think um, a modern day... Who shot Roger Rabbit kind of thing. Okay, yeah, that sounds quite good, actually. I, I think I'll give that a watch at the cinema. <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah. So let, let me... Uh, I know this isn't a game of 21 questions, but I'm going to turn it into... All right. Okay. Well, you so get, you just you say get... yes or okay, no. Fine, fine. Are they actual, like, superheroes? Are they dressed up as superheroes? No. Like, actual ones? Oh. All right, I've lost then. I'm stuck. Oh, well, that was it. That was your line of questioning. <laughs> well, I, I, don't, I, I don't know what... I, all right. Uh, well, I think... Like, what so, could they be dressed up so, as? So there, there are, there are shopping, Elon Musk? There are a shopping centre, Dom. You know, it's December, isn't it? Um, oh, Father Christmas and, um, and, and, I don't know, Mrs. Christmas? So... Or Mrs. Father Christmas and an elf? Oh, yeah, I'll give it to you. Undercover cops dress as Santa and his elf fight crime at a California shopping center. Um, so this uh, this story comes from CNN. Uh, cops dressed as Santa Claus and his elf jumped into action when they saw a car being stolen, said police in Riverside, California. So they were, they were undercover police officers. Um, and uh, there was a police video of the incident showing the officer in his elf costume ordering one of the suspects to get on his knees at gunpoint. <laughs> <laughs> That is brilliant. A second okay. suspect resisted arrest, according to police, before the detective dressed up as Santa rushed over to to help. Get him, Santa! Someone yelled off camera as he grabbed the suspect from behind and forced him <laughs> onto the ground. So uh, I'll make sure to link that video in the... Uh, in yeah, the you got it. I, I want to watch that one. 
Um, all right. All right. Final story and Darwin. Number I feel three. like you might have a you might have a slight edge on this one. Um, oh, volunteers yeah. use blank to incinerate wasps' nests in China. Yeah. Okay. So I, I do have a I do have a head start. Greg, I, I mean, you've seen the video, right? Yeah, okay, you've seen the video. Isn't it? isn't it overkill? It's, I mean, it's overkill. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's brilliant. They say, that, they say that they're blitzing the wasp nest. I think they're blitzing quite a few trees by the looks of it as well. Like, yes, <laughs> like, exactly. And and it's the whole like you know the the year of climate change where climate change has got a little bit better because everyone stopped you know traveling unnecessarily all of the way. And then in China, if you look on this, okay, yeah, sorry, I should say that it's a drone that is using a flamethrower to flame, yeah, to blitz wasps. Don't we have a perfectly good solution of fumigating them, oh, right? Yeah. And then you've you've got this video that is like up at this really smoggy sky because China yeah. is an incredibly polluted country. Okay, and they're basically setting fire to the very things that are keeping that yeah, I know. smog at bay are taking carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere. So, I mean, it's like they need to get Netflix and watch David Attenborough's documentary. They, they made a... And uh, stop burning trees. They made such a bit like a, a big point of in the article of it being like volunteers. Isn't it great that the volunteers are sort of doing this off their own backs? And I'm sort of the other side of it where this is exactly why you don't get volunteers to go about. And, uh, yes. They'll take it to our own hands. Yeah, is... if I just strap a flamethrower to this drone. Yeah. Sorted. Problem solved, aren't we? Power to the people. It's like, uh, I don't know. These people, these people should not be setting fire to wasps' nests in exactly the same way as I should not be drilling holes in walls. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. So um... These are problems, there are certain problems that you are not put on this earth to solve, okay? And these people should not be trying to solve that problem by burning trees down. It, it's just, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Well said, Dom. So, uh, so this week, Dom, you yeah. got. I'm going to give you one and a half. So, oh, bit of a, bit of a decline. In a one and a half. And a oh half. God! I think we're gonna we're getting someone on next week to try and uh, try and uh, set a new standard. I think, Greg, it, it's going to happen. We're, we're definitely going to find someone next week to. I tell you what, I'll compete with someone next week, Greg. Yeah, exactly. I think I'll, I'll compete. We'll have buzzers. Oh, we'll yeah. have buzzers because that's original. And and no one's ever done that before. Innovative. And um, that's what they say about the TW3 podcast, Dom. It's nothing but innovative. <laughs> this was, these were <laughs> solutions I was. I, I'm here to solve, Greg. Anyway, um, yeah. So uh, we better nip to a break before we uh, come back and just round up with a few last loose ends. Uh, so yeah, please do email us in if you want to play. If you want to come. Give us a chat. Please do email us in at podcast at tw3media.co.uk. And also, look, if you're enjoying and you're listening, please do um, share our podcast with your family, friends, or someone who may like to listen in because um, it will really help us out as we uh, try and grow this production for you. We'll be right back after the break. Welcome back, guys. Um, Hello, Google. Oh, is that nothing you I hear? Yes. Yeah, so um, basically, obviously, we're recording on Monday and uh, news just broke about uh, five hours ago uh, that Google went offline. 
Um, and uh, personally, I think this is like I, I sent this to Greg and and he and I said, I, I've no idea why I'm sharing this with you. I don't even feel this is news like a website went offline. But then the more you think about it, the more you think, well, hang on, this is, is actually quite impactful because um, obviously Google have not only like their own hosting with Google Cloud Platform for other websites and databases and all this kind of stuff. Um, they've got their search engine. Uh, I mean, YouTube is used by millions of people to procrastinate from doing work. Um, and uh, it, it's quite impactful. So we saw probably saw the most productive hour we've seen in, in 2020, I think, Greg, uh, with Google going offline. I think so. Suddenly all the world's problems were fixed, weren't they, Dom? The stock market leveled out, you know, Wall Street was saved, global warming was reversed <laughs> yeah. for a short for a short half an hour period, and then everyone went back to YouTube and Yeah. I mean if I may, uh, so a couple a couple of uh, good fun things. Uh, so uh, Google were contacted for comment, uh, but one <laughs> spokesperson said that they were unable to access their email. That can't so be real, no. that's not real. <laughs> No, it is. This is BBC News. No. I, I, mean, I believe it because the email I could I I couldn't get into my emails because my emails are hosted through Google, and and I couldn't get into my emails. And I I I was trying to set up a meeting with someone for tomorrow, and I ended up having to message them on LinkedIn and say hi. Like I'm really sorry, but I can't email you. My emails aren't working. He was like, oh yeah, we've had terrible problems. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. Um, and then another man, okay, so I didn't realize that it had affected Google Home as well. But another man, uh, I can't remember his name, I'll find it in a minute. Um, he, he said he was sat in his toddler's bedroom in the dark because his lights are controlled by Google Home. So, and yeah. he said he was really seriously compl- com- um, uh, contemplating his decision. Yeah. <laughs> It is worrying, isn't it? Like, you know, this happened the other week with the, the Amazon sort of a web service, didn't it? That uh, as more and more, yeah. and more and more company, well, uh, actually the opposite of that, less and less companies are buying up everything, you know, everything that we use in our day-to-day lives. It's sort of all the power with one set of people is not good for any uh, any consumer. So, uh, no, no. And um, of course, uh, America is filed suit against Facebook uh, to break up uh, Facebook, yeah. um, essentially force them to divest WhatsApp and uh, what's the other one called? Oh, Instagram. Um, and um, yeah, so so that's a kind of watch this space as well because yeah. uh, they're claiming that uh, it has far too much power, uh, which we all know Facebook does. So uh, yeah, okay, uh, Greg, I think we've got time for one final story, a, a little tearjerker or a or a or a, t- a, a belly tickler. Well, uh, unfortunately, more of a uh, tear uh, jerker, a little bit worrying. Uh, maybe is just that uh, uh, this week water uh, has joined gold and oil for the first time as traded commodity on Wall Street amid fears of uh, of scarcity, which is a. Uh, Slightly concerning, isn't it? And, you know, I can only imagine sort of uh, some dystopian futures now where water is the new thing battled over. Like, I saw something a while ago. I I think it was on Netflix. It was something to do with, like, um, the agriculture, like, industry and whatever about... Because we think, don't we, that surely not. Like, how how are we running out of water? What? Well, you know, water bullet. It's to do with just, like, 
in some countries the way they they irrigate sort of crops and stuff like that is just incredibly incredibly like wasteful and so you know we're not we're not getting the water because you know everyone remembers the good old water cycle or whatever they call it you know we're not getting the water back yeah. quick enough to for you know the way it's being used in some countries around the world so it's uh well also of course climate change contributes yeah, to that yeah, and, yeah, you know place, places like las vegas have just heated up over the years and their reservoirs are slowly running dry i mean i'd love to find out some more details if you can for next week about yeah, sure, how yeah. it actually works i'll do a uh, i'll do a because, short segment uh, on the on the I state think, of water in the world yeah. then like next week yeah i'll get some yeah i go for it go for it uh that that would be good all right we'll probably wrap up there i think um Thank you very much for listening in. Um, it, we've had fun. That was the week that was. Uh, this week I've been joined by Gregory Bush. Thank you, And um, please do email us in, podcast at tw3media.co.uk or and please ask your friends to listen in to it. It will really, really help us out. Um, we will see you next week. That was the week that was. Uh, goodbye. Bye for now.